Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig, here with Jaden and Chris. Today's episode, we'll be talking about NFL Fantasy Week 13. By now, you guys know uh, what we got to do before we start. We're going to review our Week 12 predictions. Um, before we get into that, I just want to ask Jaden and Chris, um, how are your guys' leagues going? Are you projected to make the playoffs in any of them? Are you eliminating any of them? How about you start, Jaden? Well, I got got, uh, three leagues that I'm in. Um, The first one, the league I've been in for a couple years now, is a big money league. I think we got there like 50 or 100. I'm not sure what the buy-in is, but I'm 8-4 and in that league, looking pretty good. I still get lost this week. I put up 150, and I lost to 158, first and second highest scores in the league. That always sucks. Um, Team looks good, though. I got Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Ayuk. Kyle Pitts, but I did just trade for Evan Ingram, so I got Evan Ingram now. Tank Dell, and I got the Jets defense, the Eagles defense to kind of flip in and out. Um, I did see Jonathan Taylor is hurt, though, and he's probably not going to play for yeah. at, at least a week or two. Breaking news, it just came down. Yeah, so I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah, he. I literally just got it. He's doubtful, so. Uh, I'm a, he just went to win a thumb surgery. They said he could return in two to three weeks. Yeah, so I'm going to try and make a trade. I sent a trade for Zach Moss earlier. Let's hope that goes through. Otherwise, ugh, that league's looking a little rough. And I got Gus Edwards, Keith Mitchell, and Devin Singletary, who I can kind of just play with. But that I don't want to do that with the playoffs coming up. Uh, my other league, I'm like 7-5. and five. It's just a league. I don't know. It's like a $20 league. Um, team's all right there. Not, not much hope there. And then my sleeper league, I'm in with the two of you guys. Um, yeah, that league, we're, we're, we're looking forward to next year. That league done for this year. I officially entered tank mode. I got Jordan Wilkins, my RB1. Um, so <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens that league next year. We got a lot of draft picks. Yeah, how about you, Chris? I'm in four leagues, three. Uh, I'll be in the playoffs, but my probably my best team, that's the one I'm five and seven. <laughs> but uh, there's still two more weeks left, and I, I, I know I got one of the best teams in that league. So I I got hope I'm holding out hope I make that one. Yeah, um, I'm in four leagues. In um, one of them I'm nine and three. I got a very good team with a great bench. I got James Conner on the bench. It's twelve man. Devon A Chain, Jalen Warren. I had uh, Sam Laporte on the bench in that league too. Um, the other one, I'm ten and two. My best league, all because I drafted uh, Raheem Mostert with like a last pick. <laughs> I did the same thing. Um, and then you know my best team is in the sleeper league with you guys. I'm seven and five, but I mean, listen. Oh, I just gotta read this lineup for the viewers: Justin Herbert, Dave Montgomery, Ramondre Stevenson, Tyree Kill, Adam Thielen, Travis Kelsey. Jerome Ford, Devin Singletary, Calvin Ridley, Zay Flowers, Justin Jefferson, and I'm 75. Anyways, um, other than that, I got one league that uh, I'm not eliminated yet. I'm five and seven. It's like a eight-man league, so, I mean, if you get hit with one bad injury, you're kind of <laughs> done for. But, you know, I'm fighting my way back. I'm on a three-game win streak right now, so hopefully I make it there. All right, let's do a little review of uh, week 12. Let's take a look at our starts of the week. Who's your start of the week last week, Chris? Uh, I went with C.J. Stroud. He's been on fire second half of the year. 
30.9 fantasy points, two touchdowns, 304 yards uh, passing. He was uh, the number four uh, quarterback this last week. Um, all four of those guys had over 30. Um, I heard today that uh, under pressure, he's the number one rated quarterback, and he's a rookie. That's unbelievable. So his future is very, very bright. Yeah, I saw that the chart, um, and he was far above everybody else. Like, it wasn't even close. Um, yeah, he's been very good. Who was your start of the week, Jane? Uh, my start of the week last week was Tank Dell. He had a he had a solid week. Um, he's he continues to perform. He's been good. I mean, he's looking really good. Like he's wide receiver one worthy. But um, he had five catches for fifty yards. <clears throat> five catches for fifty yards, a touchdown, and then he had another. He got another handoff for twelve yards. So seventeen point two. Another game with eight. He had eight targets. He got double digits weeks before that. So and he also had a big reception that got called back for illegal motion. With and the catch he made on that was just insane as well. So, that was like what sixty yards or something like dude, that. It was like yeah, yeah but was he was like the one yards. that was uh, illegal, yeah. It, and to be fair, yeah, he was one with the legal <laughs> motion, but it didn't affect the the end of the play. So I'm just gonna take that into account and say he he was maybe a step a step shy of another fifty yard catch, give him a twenty point week. But yeah, he's looking real good. I like him a lot. Yep, and then. Uh... My start of the week was Stephon Diggs. I needed a bounce back, and he got it. Um, he had 19.4 PPR points, six catches on 11 targets, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Something I noticed on watching that game, and I watched almost all of it, um, he was he was off the field for most of the third downs that game. I don't know what they were doing, taking him off the field. But, uh, yeah, he had a great bounce back week, and we had some pretty good starts. Um, let's take a little look at our waiver wire pickups from last week. Who'd you have, Chris? Uh, Jaden Reed, 15 uh, PPR fantasy points with a touchdown. We've been telling you for weeks to pick him up. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, not a very good week. He played the tough 49er defense. Uh, he was 14 for 47 yards, four receptions. And I mean, that's not bad against the Niners, but, uh, you know, he's still got uh, the Niners in a couple weeks and, uh, Somebody yeah, else he's, got a, he's got a rough, he's got a tough rough couple weeks coming. coming. But uh, if you're desperate, he, uh, we told you to grab him. And then uh, Isaiah Likely, he finished with eight PPR points, nothing too fancy, four for forty. He he started off the game getting like target. He got all. I'm pretty sure that those all came in like the almost the first half. Like he they just stopped throwing to him. But those all I'm pretty sure all those catches and yards came pretty early in the game. Yeah, he's. I think he'll be. Uh, better moving forward yeah especially how honestly injury prone that ravens team is you never know who's gonna get hurt and i mean if you know bateman goes down because he has an injury history or i mean odell obviously he could be a huge league winner um one of my waiver wire pickups was the mario douglas he had uh 10.9 ppr points six catches for nine or Nine targets and 49 yards. He did leave it with a concussion, um, but, you know, almost 11 points, and he left the game early. I, I think he can do a lot better next week, and he's got a pretty good matchup. Did you have a waiver wire pickup, Jaden? Uh, yeah, I think I just uh, – you guys sit on a lot of them, I think, but I just threw A.J. Dillon in there without Aaron Jones playing. I think he had 11 points. Let me check. Yeah, 11.1. So, I mean, ain't hit big. But, I mean, if you were thin at the flex position, I guess – 
I mean, there's a lot of weeks where I would have loved to have 11 points out of a lot of people. But so, yeah, not not bad. But I don't know. That Packers running – the Packers running backs this year has been so disappointing. So, yeah. And they were, they were throwing the ball super good on Thursday. Yeah. Watching Jordan, the Love game. Re- Jordan Love looked really good, actually. I don't – so I, I got a question for you guys. At least the way I view it is if I like pick up somebody off the waivers, I don't care what they do, but if they get me like nine or ten, I'm so happy with that and just let yeah. my other guys like go off. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I, I gotta mean, have double digits. Yeah, double digits. Yeah. Yeah, no, I need double digits. Like if I'm picking up like for example, I didn't pick up AJ Dillon because I didn't really need him in any of my leagues, but like if I've needed a flex play this week and I picked AJ Dillon off the wires and puts up eleven point one, I'm not complaining about that at all. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at uh, our sleepers from last week. My sleeper was Demario Douglas. I was telling you guys to pick him up, and I I did start him. Um, like I said, he had ten point nine PPR points, and he left early, so that's not bad. Out of you know somebody just picking up off waivers, who was your sleeper last week, Chris? Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Greg Dortch of the Cardinals, 11.7 fancy points. Uh, he was only three for 27, but and he had a touchdown in there, but uh, he did have nine targets, so they like him when he plays. Yeah, I know um, last week when we were talking about him, when he's out there, he's getting nine or ten targets, and he'll he'll get a touchdown or he'll get his yardage. So maybe take a look and see if he's still out there. Who is your sleeper, Jaden? Uh, my sleeper, the same as uh, Chris's waiver wire, Jaden Reed. So kind of went along with his waiver pickup. But he had four catches for 34 yards and a touchdown. And they gave him two more handoffs this week. He finished with 15 PPR points. So he – I mean, that's the third week in a row. He got 19.4, 19.2, and 15 three weeks in a row. And they're giving him handoffs. They're throwing him the ball a lot. So, yeah, he's going to be pretty good down this last stretch of the season. Yeah. And um, before we get into um, – actually, we still got our bet of the week from last week. Uh, my bet of the week, it was on uh, FanDuel, 400-plus odds. Everything hit except for the Jameer Gibbs touchdown. Uh, the David Montgomery touchdown hit. Amon Ross St. Brown yards hit. Demon uh, rushing hit. But uh, we missed on that touchdown. What was your bet of the week, Chris? Uh, mine was the Thanksgiving Day special. Three games with four TDs. So we had uh, David Montgomery, ka-ching. <laughs> Tony Pollard, ka-ching. C.D. Lamb, ka-ching. And the automatic Christian McCaffrey, ka-ching. So yeah. uh, if I pulled my head out of my ass and I actually won some money. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, what was your bet of the week, Jaden? I'm bet of the week. I had Gibbs over seven and a half rest attempts. That hit. Um, Amon Ra over five and a half receptions. That hit. Um, Monty anytime hit. Anders Carlson over four and a half kicking points, but I got <laughs> I got baked for it a little bit, but it hit. Anzalone <laughs> over six and a half tackles and assists, that also hit. And the last leg that did not hit was David Montgomery over a half receiving yard. So, <laughs> so, so we were one leg short there, but I mean, you know. I had a really – I had the, the amount of bad beats I had this week, it was depressing. I'm not even going to lie. It was just – oh, man. It was – yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah. I needed ETN to get a touchdown for a few, like, of my 
parlays. Did you, you, did you guys watch the Jags game? I mean, they're on the one yard line, I think, three or four times, and he didn't get a single touchdown. Yeah, he gets, he gets stuff. He got stuffed. I, I had, he lost uh, one, too. Like, it was, it was bad. I had ETN man. for a touchdown. If he would have hit, I would have won, I think, 100. Yeah. Put $10 down for that. But, um, yeah. yeah, I actually had a pretty good week betting wise for NFL. But, all right. Um, now we'll talk about uh, this week, week 13, with our predictions. We're going to start on the waiver wire. Jane, you want to go ahead and start on some of your favorite players pick up? Yeah, let me see here. So for waiver wire, I had um, – oh, wait, I'm on the wrong one here. So for waiver wire this week – wait, where did I put it? Hold on one second. <laughs> oh, so for the waiver wire, I had Zach Moss, uh, obviously with a John Taylor injury. I know he went crazy. He was going crazy earlier this season without John Taylor, and a lot of people already had him picked up. But I think when JT came back, some people dropped him because I looked. And he's only available – I mean, he's available in 58% of the leagues. So, if he's sitting out there on waiver wires, I'd definitely give him a pickup for these next – however long Jonathan Taylor is out because he was just going crazy at the beginning of this year without yeah. Jonathan Taylor. If I remember correctly, he was RB4. Yeah, he was and top that was, five RB. that was even when uh, I think Jonathan Taylor had played like two games with him too. He was going crazy. So, yeah. Um, who is your – who are you looking on the waiver wire, Chris? I've been listening to some fantasy podcasts the last couple of days, and uh, they're all mentioning their players who to pick up this week. And uh, the same players the three of us told people to pick up two or three weeks ago. So the, these fancy guys, they got to wake up, man. You got to stay ahead of the game. So uh, that's just a bunch of old news to me. But uh, this week I'm looking at uh, – if Michael Wilson comes back for the Cardinals, I think he's going to get all Greg Dortch's touches or targets. So uh, that's kind of a long shot there. But uh, Tyler Higbee of the Rams, you look like uh, you look pretty good. Cooper Cup and Puka disappeared for some reason. Uh, he found his old reliable tight end out there. Caught five passes for 29 yards, but he hauled in uh, two touchdowns, which was nice. 20 fantasy PPR points. But they do play the Browns this week, and they are the number one team against tight ends. So, uh, you know, maybe this week isn't the right week, but maybe you stash them for the week afterwards. But uh, I got another tight end out there for those knuckleheads that uh, let go of Greg or Pat Fryermuth. Um, they finally got rid of uh, Old Canada. He gone. <laughs> um, they got rid of him. So, uh, Let's see, Fryermuth. He sat out seven weeks. He came back, and their offense was phenomenal. What they have, 400 yards, first yeah. time all year? Yeah. Or first time since Canada's been there or something? Yeah, it's been a while. Like crazy. Uh, he was nine for 120 with 21 PPR points. Um, and also, Dallas Goddard might be coming back early. I heard that today. Yep. Um, you know, I got a tight end as well. It seems like they're thriving out here. Um, I got Jawan Johnson, tight end for the Saints. Um, the Saints wide receiver core is injured right now to the bone, um, and someone's got to catch passes. You know, if Taysom Hill isn't available, I'd look to add Taysom Hill first, but he's rostered in most leagues. Um, I also love Jawan Johnson. If Chris Olave is out, um, I think he's – He's going to catch a touchdown for sure. Um, he'll maybe get 40 yards, five catches. And, uh, you know, he's been a touchdown machine in the past couple of seasons. So, look to add uh, Jawan Johnson. And then let's take a look at our sleeper of the week. 
Who's your sleeper of the week, Chris? I texted this on uh, Sunday watching him play. His yeah. first two catches were phenomenal. Uh, Jalen Hyatt of the Giants, uh, five for 109 yards, 15.9 PPR points. He was the Fred Bolitnikoff Award winner from Tennessee. Is a round three pick. Um, I think I mentioned him week two. He had 89 uh, yards receiving that that game, and I kind of been watching him since. So uh, for those smart guys that picked him up week two, congratulations. But I think he's he's going to be a breakout at the second half, the very end, last couple four weeks. They got they're not playing for anything, so why not see what they got out there? So uh, Jay, Jalen Hyatt of the Giants. Yeah. Uh, who's your sleeper of the week, Jane? So if my sleeper of the week, I got – and you know what? I, it hurts me to say this. I traded this dude for literally nothing at the beginning of the season, but it's not Najee Harris. I mean, Arizona's run defense is just – they get destroyed every week, it seems like. Um, last week with the new OC, now that Canada's out of there, as Chris previously mentioned, um, Najee had 15 carries for 99 yards, and he got in the end zone. So – I know Jalen Warren fumbled, and that might have, like, affected the touches he got the rest of the game, but um, Najee's still a good regardless, and he has three touchdowns the last four weeks, and I can see him having a good week um, against the Cardinals week 13. Yeah. Um, I heard a stat. I think it was from uh, the CBS Sports guys. The Arizona uh, defense has given up either, I think, 100 rushing yards or a touchdown in every single game to running backs this year. Yeah, they're atrocious. So... <laughs> Yeah, they're bad. And the yeah. Steelers go for 400 yards in the first game in I don't even know how many years in the first game after firing Matt Canada. That's just a really bad look for old Canada there. So, yeah, man. Did you hear somebody Boswell was ripping them too, the kicker? Yeah. I saw yeah, that I video a while ago. <laughs> I, seen that, I seen that clip when it came out. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That shit is actually funny. So, uh, my sleeper of the week – I know we're talking about a lot of tight ends here, but it's Chig and Conquo. Um, he was somebody I was pretty high on coming into the year. He hasn't really done anything, though. Um, last week, he had four catches on five targets, 45 yards. Mike Vrabel says they want to get him more involved. Um, he's a young tight end who's got a lot of talent, and he's got a great matchup against the Colts, who give up the six most fancy points to tight ends this year in the fourth most uh, tight end targets. So, I mean, I know we mentioned a lot of tight ends, but uh, if Chicken Conquo's out there, it might be worth the start. All right. Let's go to um, my favorite segment of the week, the pit of the week. I'm going to go ahead and start off, and I hate to say it, but my pit of the week is Cooper Cup. Did you know? He hasn't scored more than seven PPR points since his first two weeks of the season. He's scored under seven in five straight games. I know he's been hurt. Um, he's been on the injury report for a couple weeks now. I just can't feel comfortable starting him until he's healthy and putting together some solid weeks again. But, uh, yep, Cooper Cup is in the pits for until further notice. Who's your pit of the week, Jaden? So for my pit of the week, I got um I put a uh, Charbonnet. Like I said, um when Kenneth, I so he's very explosive. I actually like him. I think he'll be good in the future. But with Kenneth Walker going out, people kind of expect him to be like you know like maybe pop off a little bit. And he hasn't done that yet. I mean he had a decent week that first game. Kenneth went out, and then last week, this last week he finished with nine. 
uh, playing San Francisco, which is obviously a tough defense, but it's not like it gets any easier going up against Dallas. So Walker is out again this week, so he's still going to be that RB1, but that Dallas defense is just a lot to deal with. And I don't know. I don't see him breaking out to this week. Maybe in the next, it don't get much easier. You got San Fran again coming up these next couple of weeks. It's just, I don't know. I'm not very high on Starbonnet the rest of the season working with Walker. Yeah. Who's your pit of the week, Chris? Pit of the week? How about uh, pit of the month? <laughs> Bryce Young, uh, under nine fantasy points the last four weeks. He's only been over 15 once this year. Um, I don't watch the Panthers play. I don't know what you guys see out there, but he, he somebody missed the boat when they drafted him number one. <laughs> I I think – I think he can still be good, but the situation he's in is terrible. Their own line sucks. He don't got the weapons on offense. I, so I'm not giving up on him just yet. I'd give him another year. They just got rid you of got Adam Thielen, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to Adam Thielen, but Adam Thielen, me and wide receiver one, this late in his career, probably – I mean, it's not bad, but it's probably not the best situation for a rookie quarterback. They did just get rid of Frank Wright, so he's going to have another new head coach next year. Hopefully they give him a damn old line so he doesn't get killed every game, and hopefully they give him a few receivers besides Adam Thielen. And I guess DJ Tart is his wide receiver too. I mean, yeah, he's, just, he's not the best situation there. Hopefully they can get him some pieces around him. He can prove himself a little next season. Yeah, that uh, that team's been a disaster. I don't, <laughs> I don't honestly – I can't think of any head coach in their first year getting fired – within the first 12 weeks. That's how bad they've been. First year head well, coach getting fired in the first 12 weeks. Yeah, and the, able to uh, beef up that offensive line with all those number one picks they got coming. <laughs> oh, wait, they gave them to the Bears. Sorry. Yeah, and another thing is the, the Panthers manager or owner, before their new owner that they have now, they had four head coaches in the span of – I don't remember how many years it was, 30, 40 years, whatever it was. He's literally fired a coach. I think they've had seven or six or seven head coaches since he came in. Like, he's he pulls a trigger quick. I mean, he if he doesn't like it, he's going to get you out of there. They still owe Frank Wright. And a lot of their – there goes a lot of their money to Frank Wright, who's going to be sitting on his couch for the next three years. They're paying him 225k a day for him to go sit on, his, sit on his couch. So, I mean, yeah, they got a lot of problems down there in Carolina. All right, let's take a look at our starts of the week. Jaden, why don't you start us off? Yeah, my start of the week, um, I got Keenan Island. I mean, I was watching that Chargers game, as bad as it was, another terrible primetime game, even though it was close. But Keenan Island, he's a dominates the targets in L.A. Like, back-to-back games with 16 targets, and the game before he had 14. And he also, in those three games, has over 100 yards each game. And they're playing the new – the two – what is the record? Two and – Nine, two and ten, New England Patriots. I think two and nine. Yeah, two and nine, New England Patriots. I mean, God, they they suck. Belichick's gonna be out of New England next year. Keenan Allen's gonna pro- probably put up fifty on him this week. Keenan Allen's my start of the week. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think uh, the Chargers are gonna come out swinging. I think they're gonna put up a lot of points. You know, they they got to start winning, and I mean. Yeah. This is an absolute must-win game for them, and yeah, I can see him going off. Yeah, and going back, to, going back to the head coaches before, then we move on. Brandon Staley also needs to get out of LA. That is just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. All right, my uh, I start of the week. It's gonna be Brandon Ayuk. If you guys haven't noticed, a lot of my starts of the week are uh, wide receivers who face off against the Eagles secondary 
or the commander's secondary, sorry, Jane. Um, <laughs> if you guys don't know by now, the Eagles give up the most fantasy points to wide receivers per game. Um, you know, this game looks to be a shootout, and I think the 49ers want to make a statement after last year's uh, playoff disaster, not having a quarterback. Um, I can see Brandon Ayuk uh, going off this week. Who's your start of the week, Chris? I guess it's uh, pick on Jaden Day. Um, I got two of the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, they're playing the Commanders. It, it's the highest over under of the week at 50. So there should be some points scored. So and Dolphins are scoring. Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins, uh, seven. Dolphins 20 maybe. <laughs> I got Dolphins with 20-something. Commanders yeah. with 30, 30 maybe. Um, Commanders, they've given up league high 28 touchdown passes this year. And they allow the most fancy points to quarterbacks. So I'm going with Tua. Yeah, yeah I could see a bad week for Washington. <laughs> that's, that's not going to be fun to watch. They might do us worse than they did the Broncos. Uh, are, um, is it at uh, Miami or is it in uh, Washington? It's, it's, I, I'll double check. I think it's in I'm Miami. I'm not sure. Because the Dolphins have been – I think oh, no, the Dolphins' in, losses in, have been in uh, – It's at Washington. Ooh, at, I think they got a chance. The Dolphins have not played good on the road, so. Hey, man, I don't know. No. I don't know. Sam Howell, shootout. Yep. Sam Howell, too, a shootout. Let's see. All right, let's wrap it up with our bets of the week. My bet of the week, I'm going to keep it simple. You know, my boring little parlays. I'm going to go Thursday night special. Got a hundred plus 108 odds. I got Dak Prescott throwing for uh, 225 yards. Dak with one touchdown pass. C.D. Lamb with 50 receiving yards. Tyler Lockett, 25 receiving yards. And then D.K. Metcalf, 25 receiving yards. What is your bet of the week, Jane? So I threw a little, you know, you know, I got I got to bounce back from last week. And this is probably not going to be the way to do it, but I'm going to go for it anyway. I've been let down by the touchdown scores for the past weeks, but, I, I you know, I'm just going to go with three wide receiver one of the score touchdown. I got Keenan Island versus that New England defense. I got Amon Ra, who didn't did not get in last week, I believe, right? I don't think he got in last week on Thanksgiving. I don't think so. I don't think he did, but I got him scoring. And then, as ah, much as it hurts me to say, Tyreek Hill is going to get in against Washington defense. That is a guarantee. So, I got Keenan Allen, Amon Ron, Tyreek to get in the end zone this week. All right. What's your bet of the week, Chris? I'm going with the alternate uh, touchdown line for quarterback. I'm going with Tua for at least three. You got big balls, go for four. Seven. If you got real big balls, you're going for five. <laughs> Go for it. And this is the game, I'm telling you. Uh, I got maybe Hill with two touchdowns and Waddle with one. And then uh, for all the diehards out there that have been waiting patiently, we do have our kicker prop of the week. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with the Bears kicker for three field goals because you know they're not going to score. So let's go with Bears three field goals. Yeah, those kicker prize, I'm telling you right now, man, those kicker prize, free money sometimes, most of the time, actually. You catch a kicker at four and a half kicking points, you go ahead and throw some money on that, man. It's pretty <laughs> – Hey, wait a minute. I got good. Nathan calling me right now to make sure. Nathan. <laughs> yeah, Nathan's calling. <laughs> yep. Those kicker prize get it done. Mm. I might just do I might just do it all kicker parlay, actually. Just forget all the touchdowns. I might just do it all, like, seven – like, just kicker points for every game this week. I'm going to start all one big parlay. We'll cook up something this weekend. (laughs) All right. That'll do it for the Party Talk Podcast. Catch you next time. See you, boys. See you.